in the mornings when I am taking my kids to school, when we leave, the time that we leave, it just happens to coincide with a segment in the radio station that we listen to. Uh, it's called Ask Ashley, and it's basically where a listener calls in and they have some kind of problem or some kind of issue that they want advice on. And uh, one of the radio hosts gives her advice, you know, based on the situation. Anyway, today's situation was that this one woman wanted, had a family gathering and she invited a friend of her daughter's, a little girl, like eight year old girl. And, you know, the, the mom was the mom of the friend, the little girl was going to let her go. You know, she herself wasn't going to go, but she sent some photos or videos or whatever of her packing the girl's bag. And in the images, this woman who was inviting the girl, she noticed that she had a two piece bathing suit on or, you know, packed in the bag. And she personally doesn't agree with an eight year old girl wearing a two-piece bathing suit and so she was calling in <laughs> to ask you know what should she do should she accept the girl let her come on with them and then just like buy her <laughs> you know without telling the girl's mom buy her a one-piece bathing suit for her to wear or should she tackle the conversation with the girl's mom with her friend and ask her to please get her a one-piece bathing suit, to pack her a one-piece bathing suit. Because, you know, her family wouldn't agree or whatever with the two-piece thing. Anyway, the point is that I, I started hearing the other... Because they opened it up, they opened up the lines uh, for other callers to chime in, you know, giving their opinion. And uh, so... <laughs> I started hearing the opinions of other listeners and you know it was all over the place all over the spectrum you know some people immediately thought that it was none of her business and that you know she should just take the little girl with the two-piece bathing suit other people were like very staunch about no, you know, you're sexualizing the little girl. You shouldn't be letting her wear that. You should definitely talk to your to, to your friend or whatever. And I started um I started remembering how when I took some psychology courses in college and I remember learning about something that really I don't know, it just kind of opened my mind and made me think about situations like these in a very different way. I think all of us kind of walk around with the notion that our perspectives are right, you know? Like, our world. And we hear that echoed you know, from our family members and our closest friends, like usually the people around you 
will form a sort of echo chamber for you. And they reiterate and reinforce the things that you consider to be correct, you know, and proper and acceptable. And it's, we're so submerged within that ecosystem that we belong to that it's extremely easy to just measure everybody by that same measurement and not realize that every single person that we come into contact with, like, they're all coming from their own ecosystems. Ecosystems that have been, just like yours, have been built throughout generations of families and friendships um, through hours and hours of spending time with this person and that person and, you know, this extended family and, uh, you know, like, it's everybody adds on to it. Um, my, my son was talking to me uh, earlier tonight about how um, he he doesn't like alcohol. <laughs> I mean, my son's eight years old, so obviously he's not going to be drinking alcohol. But <laughs> what I mean is that, you know, he was saying that he doesn't like when there's alcohol involved in a party or any kind of family gathering. And, um, you know, I started asking him why, you know, what, what, what reason did he have for that? And... He started saying how uh, he always saw that in his uh, mom's side of the family, like in their family gatherings, they have a big family. My family's pretty small. It's just me, my sister, my mom, pretty much, you know, for like holidays and stuff like that. And I think because it's such fewer people, it's a lot easier for us to just all get along. And we all just personality-wise, character-wise, tend to be very peaceful. So, you know, it's always peaceful whenever my mom and sister are visiting or we're visiting them. Um, but with uh, their mom's family, which is much larger, they, you know, there's conflicts and there's gossip and there's, uh, you know, during holidays or whatever, you know, somebody has a little bit too much to drink and they get a little bit too honest and then things flare up, you know? Now, and here's here's where the whole ecosystem thing comes in. I, I, when I was married to my ex, I used to um, judge pretty harshly um, those kinds of conflicts and stuff, because again, I come from a much more like peaceful type of, uh, dynamic. Um, and when it was, when I started learning this whole point about systems, systems that I started realizing that I was, I was being very, uh, myopic, very limited in my way of interpreting the situations of other families and other groups because 
you want to say that if only these people would start thinking differently, you know, they would be in the right. If only these people would change this way of acting or this way of doing this or whatever, you know, they would be in the clear. They, they'd be more correct. They'd be more, more proper, more acceptable, more righteous, more, you know, uh, more upright, whatever, however you want to define it. You have your definition of what you consider to be correct in X or Y area. And when, when you encounter an ecosystem, another system, whether it's a family or a workplace or whatever it is, group of friends that behaves differently, it clashes with you and you immediately start analyzing everything through your, your own filter, right? Through like your own lens and perhaps they're operating on a different wavelength (laughs) not better or worse than yours just different because you know every family and every system has its own good things and its own bad things you know um mind you there are situations that are just like straight up toxic and in those situations (laughs) you know i'm not gonna I would advise anybody to stick around or to force themselves to be around a toxic environment, destructive environment, just because it's family. Fuck no. We like, you know, uh, I, I don't think anyone should have to surrender their peace, um, for the sake of family or otherwise. I just don't agree with that. Um, but anyway, uh, back to the conversation with my son, you know, we, we actually weren't able to finish the conversation, but what, what I wanted to tell him was, number one, he realized during our chat that like he corrected himself and he was like, you know what, actually, alcohol isn't always the cause of the conflict. Like the conflicts just kind of happen, you know, whenever there's big gatherings or what have you. And um, what I wanted to tell him was that... Just because there's conflict, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, things are going wrong. Um, For certain people to change their attitudes within a system, an established system, it would take a huge deal of work. Because every member of the system is already accustomed to operating in a certain way. And as soon as you introduce a foreign agent into it, like a foreign element, you're throwing that entire ecosystem into like turmoil. You know, it's like if you think about an actual ecosystem, let's say like a swamp, you know, you um, you see various plants you see various animals you see you know bodies of water like you know ponds and swampy water murky stuff mud uh there's trees there's grass there's bushes there's vines there's you know all sorts of shit um you've got some 
uh, lizards, you've got some snakes, you've got some frogs, you've got, you know, um, mosquitoes and all sorts of bugs, and you've got probably, you know, some rodents, perhaps. Like, you know, you've got certain type of members and elements that are part of that ecosystem. If you remove one of those, even one of the smallest members, let's say you remove the mosquitoes completely, that might cause a specific lizard that lives there and that depends on those mosquitoes for food, that might cause their population to drop. If that population drops, perhaps the snakes no longer have their source of food because they ate a lot of those lizards. Um, in turn, that might have an impact on certain plants that depended on the activity of the snakes and the lizards, you know, to, 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 stay, al to stay alive or to function how they usually function. The point is that you start having this domino effect that could end up altering the entire ecosystem and it's not always for the better. So I remember during a psychology class, um, the particular one that I, where, where, where this was discussed, the whole systems thing, um, I remember that they were describing that there's a certain wisdom to a therapist or a psychologist there's a certain wisdom that that has to be employed when they are presented with their patient's system the system that they belong to meaning their family their group of friends their workplace whatever it is that um, together forms their system they have to be very careful and very prudent about how they advise advise their clients, their patients to act or what things they advise them to change or who they advise them to confront or to speak to. You have to take into consideration what effect the actions that you advise would have on the entire system because Otherwise, you could be causing more damage than you're actually um, improvement, than you're actually improving. And that, taking now steps back, um, I think there's a real, there's a real wisdom in that. You know, um, ugh, let me rearrange myself here. I think there's a real wisdom in understanding forget about other people's ecosystems or systems forget about that look at your own you know like have you ever analyzed your own system and understood your part the part that you play within it and understood the impact that you have in that ecosystem with like your actions and your words and your attitudes during family gatherings, during your work day, during friend outings, the way that you treat certain people, the way that you speak to certain people, um, even the way that you look at certain people, like the attitude that people perceive in you, 
You know, have you ever thought about what role you play? You know, are you that snake? Are you that mosquito? Are you that frog? Are you that, you know, <laughs> what, what part of it are you? And what could you do as an established member of that system? What could you do better yourself to positively impact the system as a whole? Like, never, never fucking underestimate how much a small change in your own attitude or your own actions or your own words could have the impact that it could have on your entire system without having to like force, you know, trying to force change to happen or without causing more conflict because you're, you know, you're, you go up in, you, you go up in a, in a passionate, you know, outburst or whatever, talking about how much you hate the conflict in this family or, you know, how dysfunctional your workplace is or whatever the fuck, like, just think about it. You're already part of that system. And what you do has a small impact, but that small impact could have a bigger impact. It's like the butterfly effect, you know? You start off with a small action and it becomes exponential. You can end up changing the culture of your workplace with starting starting with small things, just on your own. Um, it's, it's something to think about. Uh, and it's... I find it very very interesting you know the whole concept of systems and I don't know I think that you know if we were a little bit slower to judge somebody else's system and we try to like understand you know why they are the way they are they why they act the way they act you know clearly they got that from somewhere (laughs) My my son Joshua and I have been watching My Hero Academia, an anime show, and there's this one character called Bakugo, and he is he's one of the most talented ones in that entire show. Like he's powerful, he's very skilled, but he's an asshole. <laughs> you know, he's a complete jerk with everybody, and. You get to the point where you're like, we're like three seasons in, or actually we're in the fourth season now, and we're like, damn, what is wrong with this guy, you know, like like by the second season, and then suddenly you get this one episode where you get to meet his parents, <laughs> and like, his mom is exactly like him, and not only is his mom exactly like him, his dad is the complete opposite. He's like a mute. He's quiet. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't react to his mom's like outbursts. He, she clearly like wears the pants in the family. And so there is an origin story to each one of us. We all come from a very specific system. And that system molds us, our attitudes, it molds our thinking, our ideas of what is right and wrong. And you can't just undo all that, you know, during a disagreement with someone. (laughs) Slow down, you know, pause for a sec. 
get to understand that person first. I think is what I'm trying to say. You know, give that person a chance. And once you get to understand them, you know, maybe you'll realize uh, what is worth trying to push against and what's not, you know. And maybe learning about their past will introduce a little bit of mercy, some compassion, you know, um, which makes such a huge difference when it comes to relating to other human beings, man. All right. I'm sleepy. That's all I got. But yeah, systems. Systems were on my mind today all day. And uh, I hope it, it gives you something to think about. Later, peeps. Imagine noise.